The Front Porch People is a fun and engaging podcast and radio network presenting shows with great conversation full of wit, wisdom, and wonder. I mean, if you like this podcast, that might not be up your alley. Just kidding. (laughs) Their newest program, Design Everywhere, is a podcast by designers for designers. Each week, host Jonathan Morgan looks deeply into the lens of the past, present, and future of design through the stories of the people that are shaping design aesthetics globally. Find this and more from The Front Porch People on iTunes or go to thefrontporchpeople.com. Join the conversation, The Front Porch People. .com. If you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, or even if you have a side gig, let me introduce you to Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Grasshopper lets you send and receive calls and texts from your new business phone number. That way you can run your business from anywhere and respond to clients quickly with Grasshopper's mobile apps. Grasshopper, sign up today. Go to grasshopper.com slash rebound to get $20 off your first month. That's grasshopper.com slash rebound. So, technology. <laughs> <laughs> I missed you guys so I'm just, much. Just like looking at this, uh, since this is an Apple Watch show, um, oh, I'm looking yeah, at this yeah. Fit, Fit, the Fit, Fit Versa. Watch. Yeah, it looks, um, which looks, it looks very familiar. similar <laughs> to an Apple Watch. I forgot to ask. <laughs> my friend was wearing a different smartwatch last night. I, I ran and um, I forgot to ask him what it was, but it looked, uh, it looked more like that Fitbit. The other Fitbit thing that they came out with is called the Ace, which is a band right, that is supposed kids. to be like kid proof, you know, for kids. For the kids. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know why I would invest. I'm not sure why I would invest in a Fitbit platform, no. I guess, is my question. Not at this point, right? Lex, you had a Fitbit for a long time, didn't you? I did. Now, this, this versa, the ver- the, this, the, many of the watch faces, well, some of the watch faces look exactly like <laughs> Apple watch faces. <laughs> um, it doesn't say, what I'm reading here does not say if it's Android Wear or if it's just something they made in-house. Haven't they had, like, their own little smartwatch platform for a while? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a weird thing. Fitbit OS or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Fitbit OS. I keep OS trying to too. hack my uh, MacBook to run Fitbit OS too, because I feel like that's the productive mm-hmm. platform. Yeah. I feel like you'd have better luck with OS two. Go wait for wait. Yeah, wait for warp. <laughs> yeah, Fitbit OS two warp. <laughs> I, I've actually been thinking about uh, switching back to a Fitbit for my my step tracking. Oh, I'm thinking about. It. Wow. I haven't been wearing my Apple Watch recently. You have or have haven't. not been? Have not. You been. haven't. Mm. You know yeah, this is an say, Apple Watch show, right? are questionable now. A friend gave yeah, me right. a, a friend Shows gave me a Hugo Boss watch. No Apple Watch, and these are uh, they're I don't know. It's a nice watch, and I I like it. And it like I don't have to flick my wrist really hard to read it. <laughs> mm. um, that is a pain in the ass. It doesn't. Uh, it 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 doesn't um, tap me. <laughs> don't tap me, bro. I, don't don't tap me. Um, I. Uh, I don't know. So, I, but I was thinking, like the the Apple Watch. Even I guess John, your Apple Watch tracks elevation now, or no? Like, does it tell you how many stories you've walked, floors you've walked, or no? Uh, I feel like it has a barometer. Sure, I guess I don't know. I don't does know. It? <laughs> or an altimeter. <laughs> altimeter. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's the three. So if the three does, then yes. I just don't um, remember if the three I mean, does. Um, but I don't I'm know. I was thinking to... about putting, it, and I couldn't decide what Fitbit to do because, like, I see so many people who wear the Fitbit wristbands. My kids all do now, actually, and I think those are interesting. But like, almost flights too distracting. climbed. Yeah, flights climbed. That's and I don't have nine that flights. Nine flights already today. Wow, I've just been walking so up and down the stairs a whole bunch. It's nine thirteen. Well, I had to take the recycling out. Mm, I'll do I think it. That's probably why. <laughs> we sure it's a good length. It's fine. 
Yeah, it's fine. You're good. But I'm, I'm thinking about doing a Fitbit. I'm thinking about like the Fitbit Zip or one of the Fitbits that doesn't charge, right? A Fitbit that just has a battery that lasts for a year. I was thinking about doing that, maybe. I don't know. Is that, is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. The, they have several that do that. My kids have the wristbands that you wear that they put a battery in that lasts all year long. And the Fitbit Zip, like I reviewed back in the Macworld days when I was there. Um, you remember Macworld. Uh, so it's like just a, like it uses mm. a watch battery and it lasts forever. Doesn't ring a bell. Uh, did, wait, so hold on. Did, did, like after yeah. a year, do you throw it out or does it? You, you replace the battery. Bed? Ah, I see. Okay. All right. One of those. <laughs> I, like you can't I do on that's any a Apple device. Great you have scam. To Dan, as a hardcore Apple user, I understand how you wouldn't understand replacing a battery. <laughs> Touche. You have to take it, take it to a remote location and detonate it. <laughs> it's the only way to be sure. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I get sufficient step tracking from the Apple Watch. Like, there's not a big incentive for me to switch platforms. Like, are the steps yeah. better with Fitbit? Like, <laughs> so am I going to be taking better steps? So the, the Ace is a hundred bucks, and then the Versa thing is two hundred and thirty. Yeah, with NFC. Yeah, I mean, but and, I can't so use. You can make payments. Uh, yeah, but I can't this? make my Apple Pay payments, right? So. Yeah, right, right. I mean, is that something that we're going to start seeing, like, takes Fitbit pay? <laughs> that seems problematic. That seems unlikely. It does indeed. Um, I was trying to curious. Yeah. I don't know if the, are the, ca- are the um, bands placeable? It looks like they are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole bunch of different bands. Okay. I noticed there's a whole bunch of different ones. That's one of the reasons why it looks so much. For pulling them on off. It, it looks it so a, much like the Apple Watch. Is it a standard? Yeah, who knows what the mechanism is. Oh, you know what? It might be like, oh, no, it's got like little, it's got a little button on the back or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I, anyway. I still haven't replaced my Apple Watch. And part of it is at this point, I think I'm just going to keep wearing it until I see what the n- next one is, I guess. This year? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm not in like. Yeah. The the one reason that I kept thinking I should buy a new one was if the air power comes out and I can charge all my devices on one charging pad, that would be yeah. nice. Um, Another rumor about that coming out next month. Next month? Next month? This month? I think it's supposed month? to be this month. I mean, so this every month. year in the past, yeah. like several years, Apple has announced something in March, even if they don't do an yeah, event. March, yeah. uh, so I think there's a big question as to whether or not they're going to announce anything this month. My guess would have been next week, but uh, we basically hit the point where if they were going to do an event, we would know about it. So it may just be that they right. announce a bunch of stuff via press releases, like smaller updates. Yeah. Because um, if it's just like the air power and the air, you know, AirPods charging case, and maybe even like a revamp to like the 9.7 inch iPad, I don't think they would do an event for it. I think they would probably just announce like, hey, we're shipping the air power now on like a, be a yeah. press release. So I think that's still plausible right. that happens in the next couple weeks. But. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, it's been a. I feel like you know, you got your big events, your big tentpole events in June and September for Apple. It's you know, it provides a pleasing bit of symmetry when there's one in March too, because then it's like ah, you know, every three months there's like some sort of Apple announcements, but it's definitely the least of the three events. <laughs> yeah, that's how the, that's the tagline. <laughs> <laughs> the least of three events starting now. Come see the least of what we have to announce this year. <laughs> this tim whatever <laughs> it's just like a scribble you know <laughs> but it, yeah, i mean there's a stick figure we've hit the uh it's we've also hit the uh situation where they start having like weird um they have interviews sometimes with exec so eddie q was at south by southwest this week and he actually talked up a couple things including confirming this whole um well apple actually announced via press release which is unusual for them that they had acquired 
text texture. Is that right? Texture. Yeah, I think so. Um, which is a app and service that's basically, you know, everybody's describing it as the Netflix for magazines, essentially. Wait, wait, Apple acquired Texture? Uh, where have you been? <laughs> Austin, <laughs> Not Texas. On this podcast. <laughs> you were at South by Southwest. They talked about it there. What yeah. have you been doing? Uh, partying mostly. <laughs> okay, that yeah. makes sense. With celebrities. So, uh, so Lex, do you actually know what? Do you actually use this service? Do you, are you I'm, I'm very familiar. Well, Texture is actually a big podcast advertiser, and I was a subscriber before they became a podcast advertiser. They used to be called Next Issue. Yes, um, which I guess is still the name of the company. And so, yeah, but it's it is Netflix for magazines, right? But like, what's what I really liked about it was that they had um, magazines that I loved and gave up on because who has time to, to read magazines? Um, but like the magazines that I love were the only ones in the extra. <laughs> like it was like here's our base price, and then for like five or seven dollars more per month, you can read the magazines that Lex cares about, like Time and Entertainment Weekly, because um, <laughs> I care about news and celebrities. Uh, and um, yeah, story checks I, out. You, you could share the account with up to like three other people, and so I at one point I was splitting it with my mom and my sister um, because. The, the pricing was a little fucked. Like it's just not, because I, if I only want to read two or three magazines, and like I don't pay a price for like nine magazines, even though I have access to them. You know what I mean? So sure, I that mean, was it. Who they had? It's like we have two hundred like magazines. I'm like, who who reads? First of all, who reads more than probably a couple magazines? Like I'm curious about the audience for this because I think it it clearly yeah. exists. Otherwise, Apple would not have shelled out money to buy these guys. They clearly believe that there is something to be gained from owning this. The the consensus confirmed by EdQ is that this gets integrated into Apple News somehow, which makes sense because if they want to like draw people into Apple News, you're scrolling through and it's like, oh, I hit the paywall for this article I want to read. Well, just sign up with you know the Apple News service and you get access to this and a whole bunch of other paywalls, right? So yes. I, I can totally see that being the way that it's going. Um, but it's interesting because of the overlap with both Apple News for the free content available and the fact that probably a lot of these these magazines have like apps, right? Like where you can read their content if you've subscribed. Mm-hmm. Um, lousy, lousy apps. Right. Well, combined with the fact, I mean, this is basically, is this newsstand 2.0 essentially or 3.0? What number are we on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if one ever really took off, so I'm not sure. Oh, I remember <laughs> it well, though. Don't you remember the fake, uh, the fake wood paneled uh, skeuomorphic shelves? Yeah. Oh, those yeah. are good times. The, the ones they stole from from Will Shipley. Yeah. Do you know <laughs> right out of his house? The thing that I <laughs> note about the press release from Apple about um, next issue texture um, that's interesting to me, and maybe they've been doing this for a while. I had noticed when I think back to when I worked at MacWorld and we would get Apple press releases, they never gave direct numbers for the press people. You only got the main number. And this press release has the names of like Tom Newmeyer, Lord, and it's got their actual direct numbers. <laughs> That's different. That's all. Good story. That's actually not generally true. <laughs> let's get them, let's see if we can get them on 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 air right now. Just speaking of, I, I this is the only way. This was my trick always is is that if you looked at the press releases, they had the actual numbers usually for the contacts in it, which is why I would always use that and not the switchboard. So Lex, it's possible you just you just missed that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a very smart person. <laughs> Actually, and, I'm going to go back and, and fire and your coworkers, you. and your coworkers aren't aren't helping you. <laughs> I mean, we don't want to give them a leg up. That's right. He's a competition. The um, I uh, I think it's at least somewhat on brand for the rebound to talk about this. Can I tell Dan my story of like how I first got through to Apple PR and got them to talk to me? <laughs> is this is this the story about you harassing people? Yes, basically. Apple PR? Not well, not harassing in a bad way, but yes. Um, <laughs> 
so so there was there i won't even use her name but there was a woman on the press team at apple and when i first started like my first day at mac were like call so and so and see if you can get a comment (laughs) no i could not because i called and left a voicemail and left another voicemail and left another voicemail and then i would email and then i started calling this person at apple who never replied once a week and acting as if we were developing a friendship together like hey uh how was your weekend this is what i did i think you were going to the beach like i knew nothing about her life and i was like i you know i know they were thinking about like hiking in the canyons like hey and i was just and so like a month and a half in, she calls me cracking up. She's like, okay, you finally got me because I just did it all the time. And then she became like the main person who would answer my questions on the record from Apple. <laughs> I don't necessarily recommend this tactic. I would try the charm. normal way first, but if that's not going to work, why not? That's fair. Um, as long as you don't, you know, there, there's a line as long as you don't cross that line. Oh, yeah, and there's I, definitely a and line. And I think in this case, having having then been subsequently at events with Lex and this PR representative, it was clear that this was, you, you had developed a friendly relationship and none of this was taken amiss. <laughs> I just want to be clear. Correct. He's not telling the, sto- the many, many stories where that did not work at all. <laughs> I mean, you should see the, uh, he's got one of those murder walls in his house with the yarn and the pictures and the thumbtacks. It's just Tim Cook. It's Tim Cook. It's all Tim. Yes. He was, he was the one I kept calling. You kept calling and just being, hi, yes. is, is this Tim? This is Lex. This is, this is Lex. Lex. This, this is Lex. Tim. This is Lex. Tim? Can you hear me, Tim? Uh, you know what that didn't help? Tim Cook do it. It didn't help him particularly sleep well at night. But I got new. I got good news for you <laughs> because we want our listeners to be able to sleep well at night, including Tim Cook. And Casper is a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience, one night at a time. With three mattress models, the original Casper, the Wave, and the Essential Casper mattresses are perfectly designed to soothe and cradle your natural geometry. Not to mention the breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. And it's delivered right to your door in a small, how did they do that, size box with free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada. But the best part is that you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. After all, you spend one-third of your life sleeping and the other third of your life avoiding lax. So you should be comfortable. (laughs) Our listeners can get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash rebound and using code rebound at checkout. That's casper.com slash rebound. Offer code rebound for $50 off your mattress purchase. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks, Casper, for sponsoring this episode of The Rebound. Nice. Am I still the only one subscribed to Apple Music? Yep. Yes, in the planet. I thought about, you know... (laughs) not true, because (laughs) Apple Music is growing at a record pace with 2 million subscribers added in just five weeks. Wait, is this an Apple Music ad? (laughs) So, yes, now we're we're fully on the take. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, apparently they're up to 38 million paying subscribers, which is, I guess, pretty good. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Spotify is still at around 71 million, um, but... They also have their uh, free ad supported tier, which means they have a lot more overall listeners in addition to that. But right. I think they've had, I think they're having a harder time because they may not be making as much money. In fact, I don't think for in this, they haven't made a profit yet. So, you know, there's that. Um, <laughs> I thought about, I thought about giving it another whirl. Um, but again, ecosystem wise, it just didn't make sense for 
you know, the only real reason would be to use the HomePod. And the HomePod, I got to say, I've had some frustrations with it recently. The other day, I told it to play a song. And it's like, okay, playing that song. And then just nothing happened. <laughs> and I was like, this is supposed to be the one fucking thing this is good at. <laughs> and it couldn't even do that. Mm. Yeah. So I'm feeling less bullish on the HomePod as time goes on. And I realize that the Echo combined with Spotify, or not Spotify, with the Sonos, uh, actually delivers much closer to what I want out of this, which is play this song. Okay, here you go. Even if you don't <laughs> ha- like t- didn't buy this song from iTunes, bam. Right. So yeah, I don't know if I I, I keep eyeballing when the um there was a good sale on eBay the other week where they had like a discount code and I almost bought a Sonos One because it was super cheap. Uh, but it, by the time there was I'd, a super cheap Sonos One, yeah, on it eBay? was like it was like less than one hundred fifty. Um, oh, you should have gotten it. Yeah, I, I, it's too late by the time I tried to jump on it. So, uh, but I, you know, if it goes down again, I may, I may buy one of those just to have the the Sonos integration more directly with the Echo. By the way, I will say, my at no point did my Sonos uh, one uh, laugh at me unexpectedly. <laughs> it never happened with my Echo either, so I don't know how many people it did happen to. I mean, not to say I haven't had plenty of weird false positives from both the HomePod and the Echo over you know the months and years that i've had them but i yeah I, what's what was interesting to me was that amazon's explanation which i actually totally buy is that it's too easy for it to hear uh you know alexa laugh um <laughs> thanks thank you're welcome everybody Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <Go away>. um <laughs> the, the, yeah i agree it's way too easy for it to hear that yeah but i um i, I it was hearing it when nothing was being said and yeah, I can understand that. like how easy it is to hear the word laugh, but um, to hear its name, <laughs> like listen, in my house, echoes hear their name all the time <laughs> because I live here. <laughs> but um, and people say to me like uh, Lex, Lex laugh, it's listening, yeah. <laughs> but so I just don't understand how it's hearing its its trigger word. That's the part that's mysterious and disturbing to me. Well, yeah, and I I don't remember. I think I mentioned this on last week's show too, but like. I had Siri on the HomePod get triggered when I had a bunch of friends over. And unlike on the on the Echo, you can't look at the HomePod history to see what it thinks it heard, right? Like, uh, so that in some ways is is more opaque about it. So yeah, I don't I don't understand how it just. I, I've had it sometimes feel like it just randomly triggered things, um, but I have oh, no yes, idea based on happens. what. Now we uh, talking to my daughter Sierra often triggers my iPhone to reply. <laughs> If I say hey to her first. It's a real shame that you named your... Th- it's really a shame that you named your third child Cortana, too. Just yes. to- well, I'm just assuming that at it some upgrades, point... It upgrades all your Macs to High Sierra. Google Google Assistant is going to absolutely rename itself to Anya at some point, is my guess. Just based on my family's track record and the services. It'll be a little bit off. It'll be like Tanya or something. Yeah. Oh, Tanya! Very close. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Uh, I started playing Alto's Odyssey at Dan Warren's recommendation. How's it going? Uh, (laughs) I'm mediocre at it. Um, I I, I got used to in Alto's Adventure playing with whatever character is good at doing flips, like can do the flips really fast. So I'm yeah. still doing too many flips. You have to start over again. And dying right. again and again. And like my kids are watching, like, just do fewer flips. I'm like, no, you must do all the flips. <laughs> you must flip. So it's on That's me. actually very um, good advice. Do fewer flips. Yeah, you gotta you gotta pay <laughs> it's exactly what you should do. Yeah, I think Lex was unfortunately heeding the wisdom of that old Devo song, You Must Flip It. You must flip it. <laughs> 
If a rock ball comes Wait, along, how come Dan doesn't get yelled at for that? Because <laughs> it was funny. Because <laughs> he doesn't do it every 30 seconds. <laughs> like flipping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like you trying to flip and crashing. I've got, I, I, I'm still enjoying Altos. I've been playing it. Um, but the, the frustration for me comes with the number of cases where you have to hit a challenge that is something that is just like you have to wait for something to come along. So, like, I've got one now where it's like jump off three, you know, wall ride to a grind three times in a run. And it's like, all right, I will invariably yeah, the ones that kill are like myself. Entirely that. relying on, lo- on luck. I don't like, like, to time my jump to land on the rock, get out of here. Yeah, Get I mean, <laughs> it's not just luck. It's like sometimes it's like you know, hit a va- a, a vase in the while well, you're going through a stream or something, and it's like, okay, how often does that happen? <laughs> yeah, not often. Yeah, so that's it's. I get frustrated when it's like, all right, I died and I missed this opportunity. Now I have to wait a long time before this opportunity comes along again. So yeah, right. But right. I do enjoy the Zen mode too. It's kind of like life, Dan. Whoa! <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Boom! I heard. <laughs> oh man. Um, I, I, something. I have been playing the game. I do like the game, uh, but, but uh, the thing like that I, the coming. thing that I'm playing, the thing that I'm playing the most right now that I'm like most um, obsessed with is uh, I went back and reinstalled uh, the original version of Myth oh. from Bungie um, on uh, my old PowerBook, and uh, I've been playing that. Wait, so Myth, not Myth, <laughs> as strange as that sounds. Myth. Yes, not Myth. Yeah. Myth. This is like a Myth: The Fallen Lord. When you do really poorly in the game, do you go like, "Oh, it's a swing and a Myth." <laughs> Does that, does that ever come I do up? not. No, no, no it never happen. happens. That doesn't happen once, as a matter of fact. So this is like, is this like so. a Diablo-style thing? It, mm, a, not quite, because you control troops. You have oh, like a, okay. a group of soldiers tactics. that you control. Yeah, yeah, it's real-time tactics. And, and you have, you know, like, you're on a map, and you can't see the rest of the map. You have to sort of explore and find out where you're supposed to be going and what you're supposed to be accomplishing. And then there will be these uh armies of the undead type things that come to try to kill you and you have different different troops obviously have different things like you've got dwarves that can throw bombs and archers and soldiers wait are you playing this on a on a mac or power book oh wait you're playing it on a vintage computer rather than installing like an emulator or something that is correct i've never been prouder (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> i thought about doing that i actually thought about doing that the um the second version the second release of the uh the follow-up the sequel um actually you can actually I, I have just on my mac it's even though it's like almost 20 years old it uh, has been updated for os 10 wow. and still runs in high sierra but the first one does not so i had to go back it, it runs on os 10 but it doesn't run on high sierra so i had to go back to something that was older you know um I will say the game and there's no the funny thing is that is this is a great game and there are no there's nothing in it seems like it would be in a, a pretty good game to play um, I, on touch yeah. but there's nothing quite like it. Well, it's also because I wonder if it because it's Bungie that'll just never happen. Well, Microsoft does publish some you know stuff for yeah for uh, yeah. I mean there is iOS, there, at least uh, there used to be a version of of Marathon mm, um, mm. on on iOS yeah. But the first-person shooters aren't great. No, I, mean, I have not found them to be great. Just on looking at the screenshots on this, it seems like this would translate much better. Yeah, but I would think so. Maybe it's just um, they haven't but, devoted the resources to doing that. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they are going to do it. But I mean, it seems like somebody would make something that was similar. Interestingly, and I don't the, know uh, of the game that I'm most looking forward to, which is not a Apple, you know, on an Apple platform, but it's also published by an arm of Microsoft is there's an upcoming game for the Xbox, which I played the beta of, called Sea of Thieves, which is basically mm. a 
Oh, you you were tweeting yeah, about this. Yeah, it's basically you and up to three of your friends are pirates on a pirate ship and just sailing around looking for treasure and occasionally running into other people on their pirate ships. It's kind of <laughs> cartoony. It, the look of it is like slightly Pixar-ish um, and not really like, it's not really serious. It's not really that brutal. It's kind of like comedic. It has, I have friends who are playing it who are like, this reminds me a little bit of like Elements of Monkey Island um but it's also sort of like an fps style thing but it's fun because you have to like sail a ship together and it it requires teamwork and you can also do ridiculous things like shoot yourself out of a cannon which is kind of amusing (laughs) so i i really look forward to that game which i think comes out like next week um but i think it's only on the xbox because microsoft dan another thing you can look forward to okay is that right after the ad read i'm about to do i'm going to tell you my favorite game from like the system six era on the mac and it's not oh, a good game, but I I'm, loved it. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> you Me should too. be. But the thing is, when you're on the edge of your seat, I hope that your suit that I'm sure you're wearing is fitting comfortably because it's been made to measure your exact body. As you know all too well, made-to-measure suits fit much better than a generic off-the-rack suit. I own two Indochino made-to-measure suits, one because they sent it to me, and then the other because I like the first one so much, I bought one. <laughs> Indochino is the largest custom apparel company. They make suits and shirts made to your exact measurements for a great fit. Guys love the wide selection of high-quality fabrics, the option to personalize all the details, like the lapel, the jacket lining, the monogram, and much more. I actually really like a cool jacket lining. I don't know why, but that's who I am. Here's how it works. You pick your fabric, choose your customizations, submit your measurements, place your order, and wait for it to arrive in three weeks or fewer. You can shop online at Indochino.com or visit any of their showrooms across North America, which is honestly my favorite of the Americas. This week, our listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just $359 at Indochino.com Used to be you, mine. when you right. enter the code rebound at checkout that's indochino.com with the promo code rebound that's 50 percent off over 50 percent off the regular price for a premium made to measure suit plus shipping is free one more time it's indochino.com promo code rebound to get any premium suit for just 359 plus free shipping it's an incredible deal for a perfectly tailored suit from a perfectly tailored swift that last part's not true but it is a perfectly tailored suit i love the game on mac oh on system six that was called bonk are you guys familiar with Bonk? Oh, this sounds uh, familiar. No. It was sort of like a Pac-Man grid. Nope, that's not a thing. It was sort of like a tic-tac-toe grid, but maybe like 4x4, four 5x5, four, five five, and a little face would come up in the middle on one of the squares, and it would say Bonk when the face came up, and you had to click it before it disappeared. It was basically whack-a-mole, um, but you would get many at once, and then sometimes things that would come up that you weren't supposed to click on, Bonk, 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 and like the further you got in the game, like the insaner the Bonk got. And I love this game, one, just because it was stupid and mindless and great. It was basically an iPhone game before the iPhone, and um, it was you know delightful and dumb, and you could like get better over time, like all good, stupid, mindless games. But if you had res at it, <laughs> you could change the sounds. <laughs> And I changed the bonk sound. That was like the classic of Res Edit. I'm sorry, the classic of bonk. Oh, Dan has a screenshot for the show notes. How nice. <laughs> oh my God. And if you missed it, it would go, miss me. And if you missed 10, then the game was over. Um, miss me, miss me. Uh, I remember it so well. But so I, <laughs> my brother-in-law. This is, this is ridiculous looking. Yes. Oh, it was. My brother-in-law was, um, was and is Israeli. And when he, when I first met him, <laughs> When he first came to the United States, his English was much better than my Hebrew, still is. And I would teach him like made up words in English that he would then use, like, oh, that's totally from. And my sister would be like, what's from? He's like, Lex said that means awesome. And she's like, Lex lied to you, which I did a lot. So then eventually, um, I started teaching him insults, and one of them was dumb twit. And he liked to tell my sister his 
fiance now wife abby is a dumb twit and he would say it all the time because he thought it sounded hilarious and so i recorded guy my brother-in-law not guy english saying abby is a dumb twit <laughs> as the sound to replace bonk <laughs> and i have such fond memories of the game because the sound would happen sometimes like bonk, bonk. it was like a one syllable nanosecond sound because of how many times it came up so i just want you to imagine like a cacophony of abby is a dumb twit abby is a dumb twit, like israeli accent over and over again it was the best and that's why i love the game bonk and now you know that is just, that's a heartwarming wow. story. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> that really is. I can, I'm not sure I can list a, my favorite System 6 game, but... Um, Hold on. Because um, I had there were so many that I was yeah. very... <laughs> I think the, the two that I played the most were um, Mac Poker, weirdly enough, as a kid. Could not get enough of the uh, five-card draw Mac Poker. That game would also, you could, you would win, like, you know, it would, like, keep track of how much you had, quote-unquote, won, and invariably... My friend and I would play it until that app hard crashed <laughs> and the whole machine had to be rebooted. So we'd be like, we want $10,000. And then we'd have to restart the machine. And we'd be like, no, we were doing so well. I don't think there was ever a way to win that game. Um, and the other one was uh, Shuffle Puck Cafe. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Which was, yeah. that's oh, a, I which love that one. Fabulous. Yeah. It's just a great game. They tried to remake yeah, see, a version no, no, of that. That one, for... that one there, is, there, is a, there is an iOS yeah, sort of clone. It's, it's, of that. it's, not, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not quite the same, it's, but it's very. It's not I mean, you know, the gameplay is. My my point is just that the gameplay. Yes, the gameplay is, very play is similar, pretty similar because that works fairly well yeah. for touch. Um, but yeah, the classic one right. with the kind of pseudo uh, Star Wars cantina cast of characters, and yeah, we would just like there are all sorts of like hacks and things you could do to change like your paddle size and everything. So we would invariably just make our paddle the width of the shuffle puck thing and just like <laughs> constantly beat people. I don't think I ever did that. Oh, it was great. It was so much fun. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's probably my top system six game for sure. Mm. It is a good one. When you when, when you move the, like you would move the mouse back and forth and the puck would slide with you or the the yeah the paddle the thing. yeah would go with you yeah that was it. It was yeah. just incredibly and it was like three D. Yeah, it yeah, it had like a not quite isometric, but like faux three D angle to it. Sort, there, sort of. <laughs> I guess, I guess technically, th- I mean. Speaking of, I guess this isn't really a game, but things that you know uh, of software applications. Did you guys see this thing about the calendar app in the App Store that had a cryptocurrency miner in it? I did see that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, which yeah, I know that of, Apple doesn't like putting miners to work, so I was surprised that they. Oh God, no. <laughs> no, they they no. like to get their cryptocurrency as close to the source as possible, just to make sure it's ethical. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a little weird because it was in a calendar app, and essentially it was like you can have the instead of paying for the advanced features in this app, you can get them for free by letting us use your machine to to mine cryptocurrency. <laughs> I kind of love it. I kind of think it's, it's brilliant. It's very clever. It's a very clever idea, well, but there were also some other complications in there. Eventually, the developer removed it himself, although then it sounded like the app also got pulled, which was a little confusing. Um, so there was a lot going on here, but I think people were also taking issue with the fact that they brought it to Apple's attention and Apple didn't do anything about it. Yeah, at first, Apple was being a bit coy. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Just uh, the contortions you go through um, in order to... You must flip it. <laughs> <laughs> it was concise. It was to the point. And then I was done. <laughs> well, some there was some publication, right, that said that uh, uh, on their website said, you know, you can either subscribe... Or oh, it was turn off your ad blocker, us... or we're going to mine Bitcoin with your computer. Yes. 
I just want, incidentally, if no, I forget which publication. If you haven't watched uh, John Oliver's uh, segment uh, this past week on last week tonight, is all about. I was just just going to bring it up. I haven't watched it, but I really don't understand how Bitcoin or any of these virtual currencies are worth money. He goes into what's happening. He goes into that. It's essentially because people say they have value, therefore you know people will pay for them, therefore they have value. Yeah, same with Lex hugs, by the way. So that's. uh, Nope. My hugs there's, have value. Yeah, no it's one, unfortunately, no it is. No one is mining No one is that. mining it, and they are worth fractions of a penny. No one's mining the store. No, yep. <laughs> so I guess, uh, yeah. By the way, this podcast is now mining cryptocurrency. <laughs> We've pivoted. We've pivoted you, to. It's not like you were using your GPU. Yeah, anyway. we have pivoted to Rebound Coin. Um, that's what we're doing now. We are now, we are making our ICO, uh, so please, yeah, uh, invest heavily. Uh, the most chilling part of, incidentally, the John Oliver part was the, uh, he showed off a video for a, basically a little ad made by a service, and it's got this sort of, like, cute little, like, friendly ad, but it's literally about a service where it basically, like, pumps and dumps cryptocurrency, where it, like, tells everybody to subscribe, and then they, like, later on release it to the public, and everybody tries to jump in, and then they tell all their subscribers, like, <laughs> yeah. cash out now, basically. <laughs> Which is... Right. It's just incredible. Yeah, it's a pyramid. It's a pyramid, <laughs> it's a pyramid scheme. scheme. It's literally a pyramid scheme. Um, yeah. Amazing. What a world we live in. <laughs> I had a friend who was super into the idea of buying Bitcoin, like, several years ago. And he kept, you know, this is my friend who does not know a lot about technology, but he was like, I'm really into, I feel like I should buy some of this. I don't think he ever did, but frankly, he probably could have made some money off of it. Uh, right. Because, you know, it was the point where it was like but a the couple hundred like, bucks. I mean, I guess if you get, I mean, Bitcoin turned out to be the bigger one, right? Right. Well, the other ones are, I mean, there's other ones that are still going. There are, there are hundreds of them out there, but yeah, most but of that's, them are that's my point. Kind of my point is like, which one do you pick? Right. I mean, there's Bitcoin. Or you buy a little of all of them. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's a gamble, right? Like any of these things yeah. are. It's like it's like playing the stock stock market, but like with less regulation. Yeah. <laughs> it's like getting into Lex Hug. Yeah. I mean, yes, exactly. I, you don't. You never know what you're gonna get. I just bought. <laughs> I just bought fifty bucks worth of Lex Hug, and I don't know how I feel about it. I'm a little conflicted. <laughs> I got st- I got stuck I got stuck with a bunch of links. So you can't can't redeem it. Can't buy anything with <laughs> can't it. Can't redeem it. It's just it's yeah. And it and it makes the fan on my computer run because <laughs> he's so hot. Because he got to cool it down, right? It's got to cool. <laughs> Bonk. <laughs> Bonk. <laughs> Do we want to talk about ADQ talking about like how they're all in on their own original content? Yes. Or do we not Eddie, care? Talk about it. Yeah. Tell me about Eddie. Uh, so that's it. I think that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's mostly it. Eddie was interviewed and um, said that they're they're really going to be uh, pushing to make their own well, they stuff. Have a, they have a crap ton of people. They apparently they on. they like because uh, I keep every once in a while. I mean, like every few days, I feel like I'm reading something else about them working with so-and-so to make up yeah, there, something. There so are like there, a the, lot of shows in the development Bob's right now. Burger, Burgers guy um, they're working with to make a comedy show. A musical comedy show. I'm kind of curious now. I'm trying to see if I can find a full list of... Um, oh, yeah. Here's the... Uh, Wikipedia has a decent number of the things that they have signed on for, uh, which is quite a few. And you've got people like yeah. 
you know, Ron Moore, who did Battlestar Galactica, Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston, Kristen Wiig, Damien Chazelle, M. Night Shyamalan, um, the Amazing Stories one that they signed, was that Spielberg? Um, yeah, that sounds right. Or it's Brian Fuller. Spielberg is not involved. It was originally a Spielberg right. property back in the in the 80s or 90s. Um, yeah, so there's a ton of, ton of stuff. Kind of like i mean i don't know i'm still curious about when these roll out like how many of these they're gonna like launch at once and how and how they roll out too yeah i mean are they are they rolling it into apple music or are they making a new you gotta pass again i would guess that thing. it's a separate thing but maybe you can get a bundle That's i mean my, i just don't understand what their head. plan is because they keep so far they've released their video stuff as part of apple music and it's just it's odd to me yeah i i think that they will probably I don't think I don't think the stuff that they've been releasing was anything that anyone paid for. And, and I'll even so. say, like, until and unless they also do library content, you can't. I don't think. Hey, here's our subscription service with like our 15 original series, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to have to have some kind of library as well. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, they certainly have the relationship with the studios via iTunes to potentially make that happen, but. It is, how do they choose, right? Like Right, and the studios could, in theory, have a vested interest in not playing ball, sure. which is what they initially Absolutely. tried to do on the music side and then eventually yeah. gave up on. But it's a different landscape. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to not play ball with Apple, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, then again, throw enough money they should at get, them. They should get Adam Lissigore to make the, uh, the computer show. <laughs> that's what they should do. Yeah, I think that's... Free fun. idea there, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> he, he listens. This is Eddie. Definitely. Do you think he listens tucked or untucked? <laughs> he does everything untucked. <laughs> I, I'm. I don't even know what to say about that. I literally don't have a response to that because I'm so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> okay. Well. Oh man, you guys into podcasts? You guys listening to any podcasts? Not anymore. Mm. No, not really. <laughs> that Wolverine one's out. You guys should check that one out. Yeah, sorry. Snick it. <laughs> I was talking to the writer. I wish someone could hook me up with that. <laughs> I was talking to the guy who wrote uh, our this Wolverine series that we did, um, and I was going to say out now wherever podcasts are sold, but that's not true. Only one place where podcasts are sold, and um, but the the writer is a guy named Ben Percy, um, who's you know a comic books writer, which is how we picked him for this project. <laughs> I had never spoken to him before in person, and his voice makes my voice sound like helium, and he's like. Hello, I'm Ben Percy, the writer of the project. And I'm like, wait, what just happened? And so then I was imagining like Ben Percy, this writer, like ordering a grilled cheese at a restaurant. Could you please give me an extra slice of cheese? Because everything he says sounds so intense. And I was trying to think if you could ever say something that doesn't sound intense. And the answer is no. So now you know. Hmm. In a world where they give you only one slice of cheese. <laughs> oh, but it, oh, this came up because he mentioned Stick It. He, he was saying that one of the, that writing some of the, the characters, given that it's audio only, right? In, like in a movie, you can just show a shot and here's the scenery and you get what it is, but he's got to describe everything in audio form. And he was saying that it presented a persnickety problem. And I'm like, listen, you just wrote Wolverine. It's a persnickety problem. And he could have that for free. And he did accepted he? it, by the way. He oh, accepted okay. it. He did not punch say, me. He then like extruded claws from his fist and just stabbed him. <laughs> oh my God. Persnickety. It's pretty good. At least we're not the only ones who have to deal with this, Dan. Right? I, I feel like it's no, a distributed solution. I guess that's okay. I guess that makes it better. It's, it's like a cryptocurrency. Yes. Yeah, it's Lex. It's literally Lex hug. <laughs> <laughs> every time every time you talk to Lex, you just end up hugging yourself and rocking back and forth. <laughs> Same. 
Cut out some of the whining. <laughs> I always do. Oh, we got seven <laughs> minutes of show left. <laughs>